Montag lieben Klassen Globen. Welcome to the Pumping Irony Podcast. This is a new episode, and the crew is back together once again. Um, this, yes, we're, we're all here. Um, Russ, Tim, and Andrew. Uh, this is a podcast where three friends, all living in Columbia, Maryland, get together and talk about things we like and dislike. Um, we had a special Avengers episode the last time we got together, but Russ was not here because he had not seen the Nor movie. Nor had I seen it. Yeah. One, and then two, he was busy, but now you have since... I have seen it. Th- and have you Loved listened, it. And have yeah. you listened to the podcast yet? No. Oh. <laughs> Neither have I. <laughs> you lived it. I lived it. You lived it. <laughs> so you, you, you haven't enjoyed Avengers Infinity enough... Uh, Infinity Wars enough because you haven't listened to that's our, right I have not listened the, to the podcast with with special guest Dominic and and Mike so but I will go back we had fun doing that yeah um, we got pretty deep into the 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 the, the nerdum the nerdy <laughs> yeah, stuff super nerdum super nerdy um, that should be a uh, pumping irony podcast super, super nerdy, nerdy. <laughs> <laughs> all right so uh, it's it's been a while uh, real quick news and notes real quick news and notes and this is nothing to do with Star Wars because Star Wars will come up a little bit later. But um, there's a couple uh, previews out for two movies, uh, sequels, that uh, animated sequels that I'm excited about. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know if you've seen the Wreck-It Ralph yes. 2, mm-hmm. the, the new one. Um, yeah. the, they have a, this, I think it's the second. Breaks the internet, Ralph right? breaks the yeah. internet, yeah. But it should be Wrecks the internet, right? <laughs> That's what it says yeah. <laughs> in the trailer. It's good. And then uh, Lego Movie 2. Huh. Um, is coming out. I thought you were going to talk about Incredibles too. No, no, Lego Movie I two. Seen the, the Lego. Uh, uh, oh, it's pretty good. Yeah, um, it's it's funny if you so if you see if you see Wreck It Ralph and then you see the the Lego two uh, preview. There's this. It, it's very telling of where we're at in culture as far as like the Me Too movement and even like the whole really um, uh, like in, inclusion writers, you know, and and mm-hmm. women and, and men and and stuff like that. It even it's kind of. Uh, bleeding that in a, in a, I mean, of course, in a humorous way, way yeah. but, but yeah, those, both those, those okay. previews, if you watch them, and I, and I'll put links to them. If you watch them both, it's like, oh, okay, there's a, there's a different <laughs> shift in culture now that we're mm-hmm. kind of in the midst of and, and affecting yeah. even comedies and all that kind of stuff. I and, haven't seen them, so I have no comment. <laughs> there you go. Well, there you go, though. So those are two, uh, both, of them, so. both of them, both of them look really funny because, you know, the, Lego Movie Two starts out like almost like a um, Mad Max type, you know, dystopian mm-hmm. thing, and then there's Emmett, you know, <laughs> walking around because it's like the voiceover of uh, Elizabeth Banks' character. I forget what uh, what her Lucy um, talking about how bad the world is, okay. <laughs> and then there's Emmett, you know, still in the same uniform, just tooling around. It's pretty funny. <laughs> All right, so I won't, I won't explain the whole preview, but it, it, watch them; they're they're funny. Yeah, Wreck It Ralph Two. Um, I thought. I mean, I loved Wreck-It Ralph. Right. And I'm like, they can't, they can't top this. But the the preview makes it look like this could be even better than the right. first one. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. Have you, you haven't seen even that one? Yet? No, I saw that it came out. I didn't oh, even okay. know that the Lego trailer came out. Yeah, I knew that. Yeah. <laughs> um, 
So those are just two animated movies, and uh, both of them we both loved the, the the first installments of each of them. So, yeah. Yep. Um, so cool. And you know Will Arnett and the whole Casper Lego uh, Lego movie are back. I think. Yeah. So <laughs> get Batman again. I'm ready. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So let's let's jump in uh, with our our likes and dislikes. We go around talk about our likes. Take a short break. Talk about our dislikes. Uh, I'll play. Music before and after and in between. I don't have no idea what I'm gonna be playing, so I can't oh. even reference any of that. I haven't even thought about that yet. So, um, but it might be something to do with my like. Uh, I just I got back really late last night. Uh, I went and saw a concert. I went and saw Journey and Def Leppard. Mm-hmm. Um, they are co-headlining uh, this tour, so I think they switch. Back and forth, who who, who kind of opens, quote unquote, okay. opens, and who closes. Um, so um, and and short, a little bit shorter sets for both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to uh, Jiffy Lube Live, which is in Bristow, Virginia. Um, real quick dislikes: <laughs> getting there and getting out oh, was wow. horrible. Um, I left at like four o'clock, and I didn't get into the parking lot till like six twenty. So it took me yeah. two hours and twenty minutes to go seventy miles. It was just because Beltway, because of Beltway and sixty six, <laughs> and the traffic yeah. was just. And then all the people going to the concert, and then getting out, I waited. I just waited in my car, and it took me an hour to even get out of the parking lot. So, oh my gosh. I didn't get home till till one o'clock. But the concert itself was was amazing. Um, I mean, I'm obviously anyone who's listened to this podcast knows knows that I'm a I love '80s music, and I you know, grew up what? in '80s music in particular. <laughs> Although, well, especially Journey actually started in the '70s. Um, they've been probably around probably maybe like almost ten years even before Def Leppard came mm-hmm. on the scene. Um, but it was just super fun, um, you know, knowing all the, the lyrics to the songs and, and, and the crowd was, you know, the, it was a full capacity. The crowd um, was into it. The crowd was into it. it. But just, the, I mean, I would think for, like, for, for both bands, I've seen both bands in concert before, but and I like both their music. Um, but for me, it's like Journey had a special thing because their song, their songs are so like almost built into like have a crowd sing along with them, you know, um, they're so anthemic and there's, you know, they're so drawn out and and stuff like that. And, you know, with the, with the vocals and the, and the choruses and and big choruses and Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. So I just had a lot of fun, uh, kind of like, you know, almost reliving my childhood and my teenage (laughs) years listening. I mean, I listened to, you know, Journey and Def Leppard and, um, and so it was just a, it was just a lot of fun. Like I said, the crowd was into it. It was a full crowd. It even started to rain for a little bit. I was on the lawn. That was kind of fun, you know, because everyone was like, woo, everyone started cheering when it started raining, you know, because what else can you do? Right. Um, <laughs> when it's raining, and you, know, you can be all miserable, or you can have fun with it. Um, but it was just it was just really good. I, I will say one quick dislike of Journey. So, um, you know, they are pretty much, I think, have regulated themselves to touring. You know, they, they have... Right. They, I don't know if it was, I think it was them. One of the persons of Journey said, hey, like, we got a, we got a great back catalog. Um, we have no kind of desire to put out new music. Mm-hmm. They could. I mean, they. I think their last <clears throat> album came out in 2011. Um, and, and none of their albums with, like, with the new lead singer, Arnel Pineda, who's from from the Philippines, oh, okay. um, have done as quite as well <clears throat> as the, the old Steve Perry-led <clears throat> stuff. Um and so I, I think they're kind of like you know we'll we'll just you know tour and we make we make lots of money and people come to our shows right. and they sing along and they have a great time, but you know since it was like a shortened set for both of them because they were like these, this co-headlining tour, um, 
when I saw Journey last year, I saw them I think last year in concert. It was a, it was a longer set, so it didn't matter that much. But they tend to like do like some of the solos, you know, like there's a keyboard solo, there's a drum solo, oh, yeah. and Neil Schoen with his guitar <laughs> solos. I'm like Neil Schoen, you have enough extended guitar solos in the songs. <laughs> you don't need to take another five minutes to do a guitar solo. Um, and so they, it kind of like took away it took away time took away from they could put like say some songs like and the stuff you I mean, to hear. they played their big hits but i was like you know you got some even like yeah. you know secondary even deep cuts that you could play that are probably do really well in concert so i was like kind of, kind of disappointed I'm like all right you know in a little bit of excess of, of, of excess so what do you think of of a group that does that that just goes and plays their back catalog do they become like a tribute band to themselves almost um Kind of lead singer's not even there, right? Right. <laughs> oh, but I tell you, man, this this lead singer they got, I, he is he is fantastic. He's he, you know he sounds enough like enough Steve like Perry. He's got the same range, mm-hmm. but the problem with Steve Perry is and why they kind of like you know kind of departed parted ways with him was because he was you know he was getting old and he, he was having like a lot of physical problems yeah. and he didn't want to tour anymore and that's like the band was like that's how they make their money is they they want to mm-hmm. go on tour and they and he was like I don't want to tour I can't tour and so like you know we need to we need to tour and make money so <laughs> let's find a new singer so mm-hmm. I think they found him on YouTube um back, probably back in the days of YouTube's infancy um he was singing in the Philippines right. you know in this in this band called the Zoo I think they were called um and so they invited him and so he is like, he's so good. He's so energetic. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's so full of life. You see, he's just having the time of his life up there singing as a frontman for Journey. You know, I mean, what a sweet gig that is. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and so, so his enthusiasm, I think, you know, goes leaps and bounds yeah. above that. Um, so like like Def Leppard, you know, they they put an album out a couple of years ago. It was a really good album. And some of the still some of the bands are still, like, putting albums out. Like, Cheap Trick is still putting albums. Mm-hmm. I mean, they've been around since the early 70s. They just put a, 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 an album out, like, last year, which was was pretty good. Sticks just put mm-hmm. their first new album in quite a while, but it was really good. Right. It was, like, a concept album about his mission to Mars. And really good album, you know, as far as, like, it was very, like, classic Sticks sounding, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and so, you know, there's some bands who are still kind of, like, I would say, like, Aria Speedwagon, Chicago, Journey are probably just kind of, touring on their back catalog right, right, yeah. but they're in immensely successful because right. they know people where, will go they and know where their bread and butter is, right so. and people will go and <laughs> sing along with these songs right. that they know all the lyrics to and have a great time which this guy is one of those <laughs> one of those people who did that and it was a great I mean, it really was a good time um and and i'm i gotta say steve smith i've i've seen him you know and i've heard recordings of his drum solos and i saw him last year but he did some amazing stuff on the drums like he was doing like this drum roll but he had like he was almost he was rolling his stick on his one hand like so roll a quarter you know the uh-huh. trick and still doing this drum roll <laughs> and he was like taking between his fingers and then he was like flipping each drumstick uh-huh. up like still maintaining the drum roll it was incredible i've like never seen anything like that before in a drum solo wow. of his ability to like still maintain uh-huh. you know this constant drum roll by doing while doing all these visual tricks um, it was a little flashy, yeah, but was it a great time? I was super impressed. <laughs> um, so, you know, it's one of those things where, you know, you, you're going to go, you're going to have to, and, and I only spent $20 on this, on this concert, you know, hey. I was okay. like really a good, good, um, yeah. bang for my buck. Uh, only for the fact of getting there and getting back right. and all that stuff was a bit of kind yeah. of a bit of headache. Uh. Um, 
And I was by myself because I, I, the my my quote unquote date, um, <laughs> my friend Ken who got sick yeah. and he couldn't go with me. So uh, and I couldn't find anyone else scrambling yeah. and no one else had had a. It was just like one of these last minute things where everyone else <laughs> yeah. had plans. Like you two in, included. I was at work. Uh, yeah, you had family in town. I had family coming town. So. Um, it was one of those things where I, I'm I'm not gonna pass up the chance to have a good time at this concert. I had a good time by myself. Yeah. Um, with concerts by yourself. Right. Right. So the journey open and sticks. No, it was journey, De- um, Def Leppard. Def Leppard this time was the was the first band, and then okay. then Journey came on on, on the last. But both of them, you know, a lot of fun. Does Def Leppard have all the original members? No. So. Um, Steve, not Steve Smith, Steve Harris, not Steve Harris, that's Iron Maiden, uh, Steve Clark, that's his, Steve Clark was the original guitarist, okay. and he overdosed um, oh. uh, in the late 80s or early 90s, um, and so, uh, the, for the sense then, since like, mm-hmm. you know, almost 30 years now, they've had this second guitarist, okay. his name Vivian Campbell, who I think played with like Ozzy and some other, you uh-huh. know, really good guitar players, so... Um, I had seen them, I saw them in 87 in L.A. with the original, um, and uh, and then, so then I've seen mm-hmm. him a couple times with the new guitar, so. Like I said, he's, I think he's probably been in Def Leppard longer, longer than, than, than Steve right. Clark had been, um, yeah. who before overdosed. Yeah. Steve Clark was an amazing guitarist. He just, he just looked cool, man. He had his Les Paul, str- you know, <laughs> slung low and the, the, the blonde, long mm-hmm. hair, and he just... He looked like the the you know the the classic rock and roller guitar player kind yeah. of thing, <laughs> and but lived that a little bit to excess. Um, but yeah, he I think he had I think he alcohol poisoning actually I think he drunk himself to death, which is kind of sad. Stage? Not on stage, not on <laughs> yeah. stage. Uh, yeah, so you know, if you go through any of that history, you know, I'm just reading about Led Zeppelin, you know, and all. Of that. Oh yeah, it's. Well, they were, it's a cliche way to die. Right, but when they were uh, recording what uh, In Through the Outdoor, um, I think it was, uh, so Robert Plant and John Paul Jones were like really dedicated to putting this album out. And so if you if you looked at that, they're like, they're way heavily on that album, more than like Jimmy Page, who, was, who had classically been like the, the producer and the writer right, right, and right. all that kind of stuff for Led Zeppelin. But during that making... Both he, both Jimmy Page and um, John, John Bonham, Bonham were serious heroin heroin addiction and uh-huh. and, uh, and and alcohol. Yeah. I think for John Bonham at least. So, you know, and then shortly after that, John Bonham died. Right. I think in 1980. I think. Um, but then Jimmy Page has since recovered. But you right, you right. see a lot of those yeah. guys go through these, and some of them come out of it, you know, and yeah. some of them don't. And it's sad when they don't, but. But yeah, it's, it is very cliche nice. about, you know, the sex, drugs, and rock and roll kind right. of lifestyle thing. Fame does bad things to you. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. And especially like during the 80s, I mean, all that. Yeah. I mean, if you're a rock and roll star in the 80s, I mean, you kind of had it made. The big arena rock kind of bands, I mean, they are things coming from you from all different ways. And some people couldn't handle it and some yep. people didn't have a... A support system or whatever. So, all right. Well, that's my like Journey Def Leppard concert. If you get a chance to see them, uh, especially if I mean, they were, I got them during this deal. You know, they had this, mm-hmm. this concert experience, twenty bucks. Um, I think it'd be well worth your your time, and you you have a blast, which I did. So cool. Oh, even though I got home really late. Mm-hmm. All right, Russ. All right. I didn't have any idea what I was going to talk about until last night when my daughter said, "Hey, let's watch this movie." So mm. so we did. Have you heard of Song of the Sea? 
No. So it's an animated movie by the same people who did The Secret of Kells. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The Secret of Kells is a beautiful... Right, and um, that's like... Been in my Netflix queue forever. And um, it's yeah, it's gorgeous. Yeah. So I actually like Secret Kells a little bit better, but this is the same people, and this came out in 2014. Okay. And we were talking about it. I'm like, I haven't heard of this movie at all, you know. And and they're like, well, it's by the same people as Secret Kills. I'm like, all right, let's give it a chance. And it's gorgeous. It was yeah. it was um it's kind of like this watercolor backgrounds and stuff. So it's it reminds me a lot of Kubo and the Two Strings actually, nice. but just mm. replace Irish mythology. Mm-hmm. For the Japanese mythology, okay. and and it's it's all hand drawn. It's not you know it's not stop motion, but it was um, just really really nicely done. So it's about um, Ben, this young Irish boy who loses his mother in childbirth. Is what you think happens, and then she, so he's got his little sister, Sirshi. Well, Sirsh, Sirshi, Sirshi, like Sirshi Ronan. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't pronounce it, but it's spelled you know. I think it's Sirshi. Shersha, I think is how you pronounce it. S A O I R S E. Shersha. Shersha. Yes. Sure. Shersha. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> so very Irish. It's, so this yes. this whole thing is very Irish and um and deals with the uh, the whole Irish mythology of of uh, selkies, which are people. Oh, okay. Seals that can turn into people, or people who can turn into seals, or something like that. So it's it's a wear thing. Seals. <laughs> it's wear seals basically. Wear yeah. seals. It's way cooler. It's wear seals. <laughs> the worst. The, the least threatening <laughs> yeah. wear beast out there is a weir seal. Quick throw to bomb. <laughs> so yes, it's a movie about wear seal. <laughs> All right, I'm interested. Yes, but it's uh, the only person you would know in the cast is Brendan Gleeson, who plays the dad. Um, Love know, him. So yeah, everybody else. But there, you know, everybody else is Irish. And this is um, 2014. It was up for best picture, best animated feature. But Big Lost Hero it. Six was the same year, and it's like, yeah, okay. okay. Big Hero Six is fantastic. So okay, <laughs> this is more artsy, you know, yeah. more artistic movie. But uh, those artistic uh, yeah. animated films rarely win, right? So, and I mean, this could have been even a foreign film, I would think. But uh, anyway, uh, but just really gorgeous, and you know, I knew nothing about the mythology to begin with, but it, it's it's cool, and you get, you know, you you get you get into it, and while you're talking, I'm going to check. I think that animation studio has made us one after that. Have they made one after? Yeah. Let me, let me look. Well, you're talking. I'm going to look. But they're very, yeah, it's it, it's just really nicely, you know, hand-drawn animation, which, of course, is why Katie was drawn to it, because that's what she's doing in college. So, um, but just a gorgeous color palette, and, and I thought, I thought to begin with, the animation style, like the drawing style was a little simplistic, but... As the story unfold, unfolded, it's like, okay, I'm into this. I, I get it. Yeah, I get what they're going for here, and and I like it. They, um, I guess the producers also did the Triplets of Bel- Bellsville. Triplets oh, of Bel- yeah, whatever. Which was another one that people were like, why can't that? Why didn't that yeah, win? It, I think it's a French one, but uh, but that was that was a fun, really quirky, you know, artsy movie. But uh, yeah. But anyway, but this one, yeah. Once once it was done, I was like. That reminds me a lot of Kubo and the Two Strings, which is kind of cool. So I'm in <laughs> with wear seals. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kubo and the wear seals. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, so anyway, um, check it out. It's on. Is it on Netflix? I don't know. We got it from the library, so it might be on Netflix. But uh, that uh, the producer of, of of Secret Song of the Sea and Secret of Kells um, produced a movie called The Breadwinner, which uh, was I think it was a story about. Um, 
uh, either Afghan or uh, uh, Afghanistan under the control uh. of the Taliban. So um, same same kind of producer of that. So which I heard was another really good animated movie mm-hmm. with the breadwinner. I like I like seeing these movies where you see a different culture, you know, through animated right means. So it's kind of cool. So yeah, I want to watch it. So I just checked Netflix, and it's not on Netflix. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, but if you search for Song of the Sea, the second thing that comes up is Kubo and the Two Strings. Well, there you go. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> because it's similar. Yeah, the first thing is some Netflix original of the Little Prince movie that I've never oh. heard of. Um, I yeah, we've seen that. So, it's that great. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, Song of the Sea. Check it out. Yeah, so you said local library has it. So, yeah. so local library to us, right? Howard uh, County Library is really good library. And, and they are a really good library. And I, can, I can do that as a like. Well, they did. I think wasn't. I think like maybe two years ago they won like the the best library in the country type thing. Howard County. They did. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they were if, like, if they don't have something, you can request it. and right. They will find it for you. Right. And that's, uh, are they, yeah. they'll purchase it for the catalog. It, yeah. I've done that several times yeah, where you cool. don't have this. Can you purchase it? And right. Like, sometimes they're like, yes, we'll purchase that. And sometimes they're like, no, not this time. But then they have this, you know, the inner interlibrary loan. Yeah. So so they have they have one where you can actually um, other libraries in the state of Maryland. But then then they'll even take it country, um, you know, mm-hmm. countrywide. It's like I've gotten stuff from. Missouri, right, you know, the yeah, library in Missouri yeah. that they, they loaned me this, 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 uh, I think maybe a, a DVD or something like that yeah. that they didn't have. And so it's, it's pretty amazing. You know, it if is. they don't have it, they'll try to find it. If not, you can actually um, suggest it. So, yeah, so, there you go. And cool. so they're a good, um, they're a good source, especially Howard County Library, as far as like, I mean, we're, we're kind of unique in this area. I mean, the other countries might. Like I, I probably don't have, but we have so many. I was not in another country. No, I mean other, other, <laughs> other, other parts of the country. Other parts of the country. Um, you didn't see the, the session from yeah, yeah. Iowa. <laughs> Their own nation. I didn't realize that. Other parts of the country, yes. like Iowa, probably not as much diverse in their in their their makeup of their of their citizens. Right, you know, yeah. I mean, we're a melting pot of all these different cultures. I mean, we just went to. And you go to any Howard County graduation, and you know, oh yeah, or any actually any graduation in Maryland, you'll see a list of names that are from you know multiple countries right. and 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 cultures and stuff like yep. that. So, so since we we have that foreign language films at Howard County Library and other stuff like that is is, is pretty is pretty rich in that kind of yeah. stuff. So, and so you know, if you're looking for like foreign films, if you like French cinema, I'm sure you can go to the Howard County Library and find yep. a big section of <laughs> French cinema that you. That you want to watch, so a little highbrow, but you know we'll take it. It's all right, yeah. So two likes: Song of the Sea and Howard County Library. There you go. Two for. Cool. Uh, I caught an audible on myself while we're sitting here. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, but I didn't tell you guys what I was talking about. No, I was talking so. about <laughs> seamless. <laughs> Except um, you just told us. So yeah, I was going to talk about a movie I saw last night called Hereditary. Oh, which is I've heard like this one reviewer who I'm talking about. Gave it four out of four stars, so... Yeah, it also has a D-plus on CinemaScore. Really? Um, really? Because, well, so I guess I'll talk, talk real quick about, about yeah, Hereditary. Yeah. Just tell us um, a little bit about it. Yeah, I, I liked it, I think. Uh-huh. That's sort of why I didn't watch... Like, I haven't finished processing yeah. it. Okay. Um, but it is... I didn't know much about it coming in, and it is just... It, it's weird and crazy and a little, you know... I, I heard, like, people audibly after the movie said... 
what was that? <laughs> That's good. Like, and I was in. The only thing I've seen is, is that image of like Tony Collette who stars in that, like her screaming or something like that. That's the only yeah. image I've seen. I don't know, I have no idea oh, what it's about. Yeah. I saw the trailer and and I think it was a really well done trailer because it didn't give. A, I mean, it gave away. It didn't give stuff away, but it gave you yeah. glimpses of like, oh, that looks weird. What was it? Oh, I would like to see. Yeah, no, so I don't know if I want to see that. Yeah, so I, I, yeah, I won't talk any plot details. I will say for the first hour of the movie, I was wondering what the movie was about. Uh-huh. And then after the movie ended, I was like, oh, I wouldn't have even come close to figuring out what this movie was oh, about. Oh, cool, like, cool. It, it went, so it's a ride. It's, it's a, a ride. ride. It was fun. Like, and definitely, like, it's not even scary for the first, like, hour of the movie. And then, like, it ramps up. Seeps into your... Yeah. Like, is, it, it, is, it like, is it, like, scary or is it creepy scary? Is it not like it's not like a horror movie like jump scares and you know there's a uh, not very much yeah mostly uh, tone and yeah. creepiness there's yeah, yeah. like maybe a jump scare too okay it definitely doesn't rely on that like it's not like a slasher movie right or yeah yeah like um, yeah it was definitely weird but I don't have I don't have enough like I haven't processed enough right. to even talk about it. plus I wouldn't want to talk about the plot at all like for people that are interested in seeing it because it's... yeah it's too spoilery so yeah. I'm okay. calling it audible on myself except right. we still talked about it so <laughs> and twofer also yeah. <laughs> so, yeah I like the Howard County Library yeah. <laughs> uh, no I also want to talk about a, uh, a show that I watched uh, last week called uh, Killing Eve hmm. um, I don't know if either of you guys nope. have had a chance I but by your I've seen, I'm assuming I've not. seen something it no, sounds seen... interesting yeah, I saw something title. about it. So is it yeah. Netflix? Uh, BBC America. BBC America. Oh, okay, um, so I'm probably. You know what? No, we Carl and I watched the first episode. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which I think is great. It's yeah. a great episode, and I loved the show. Um, it. Uh, I probably I probably read something about it in like Entertainment Weekly magazine, but. Yeah. So uh, yeah. So it's a uh, BBC America show starring Sandra Oh and Joey Comer. Um, which I don't really know from anything. Sandra Oh was in Grey's Anatomy, I think. Anatomy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've yeah. seen her on the episode of Grey's Anatomy yeah. I watched after the Super Bowl that one year. That's, that's <laughs> one more Grey's Anatomy episode that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we just left it on. It was, I think there was a bomb inside a person or what? something, and like the doctors had to get it. That, that sounds like a post-Super like, Bowl right. episode if I've ever heard of one. Yeah. On a very I, special. I think, I think the doctor blew up. Trying to, I don't remember. Like This was years ago. So I, if she was on that episode, I've seen her on that. She probably uh, was. She's amazing. <laughs> like I, she's really good in the show, and so is Jodie Comer. Um, who, who I don't know who that is. I also di- don't know who that is, other she's than the she's from. Killer, right? Yeah. <gasps> what? Um, so <laughs> there's two plots on IMDb. I'll read them both uh, because it makes me laugh. The first one is a security operative hunts for an assassin. And that's <laughs> it. <laughs> well, it. Based on the villanella novels novellas by Luke Jennings. Um, the other. Plot summary is Eve is a uh, so uh, Sandra O oh plays Eve Palatri and Jody Comer plays Villanelle. Um, so uh, the uh, plot summary villain. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's very subtle. <laughs> um, but Eve is a bored, witch-smart security services operative whose desk-pound uh, job does not fulfill her fantasies of being a spy. Mm-hmm. Villanelle is a talented killer who clings to her the luxuries her violent job affords her. Mm. These two fierce women, <laughs> equally obsessed with each other, will go head-to-head in an epic game of cat and mouse, toppling the typical spy action thriller. Um, but yeah, it's like, it's eight episodes. Yeah. Um, it actually just, I didn't even realize it was still airing when we started watching it. Uh, apparently we started watching it right before the finale. Um, so that was lucky. <laughs> Huh. Is it on Netflix? Um, is it where is it? Uh, I think BBC America. Oh, like BBC, BBC America. BBC America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like on demand through them. And yeah, stuff. I knew I knew we could get it. I just 
couldn't remember where we um, watched it to begin with. So. Yeah, uh, I really like the show a lot. Um, I liked the first episode, yeah. Yeah, it's cool. It's it's funnier than I was expecting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of humor in it, um, which is good because there's also like a, re- a lot of really messed up right? stuff yeah. going on. The, and the humor, like, and it's really like, I don't know, there were, there were a couple like smash cuts. Like, I think even that first episode, like, when you meet Sandra Oh, she's like, uh, like, you know, lying in bed, like, hungover from like a karaoke night or something um, with her husband. And they're just like you know complaining about how awful everything mm-hmm. is because of hangover. And she's like, at least we have the whole week. And then in the middle of the word, we can smash cuts to her back in the office, like called in on Saturday. Oh, wow. <laughs> I was like, in that moment, I was like, I like this show. <laughs> I like this is pretty great. Um, but yeah, it's two very you know smart women like facing off against each other. Um, sort of, and then sometimes not, and it's like a whole, there's a lot of cool twists and turns, and goes to places that I wasn't expecting, and it's incredibly well acted by mm. everyone involved. Yeah, Fiona Shaw, um, and she's this, you know, famous British actress, I think she's yeah. actually Irish, I've seen her in, like, tons of stuff, mm-hmm. though. Yeah, I've seen her in a few things, she's, uh, she's, like, in and out of the show, like, she's sort of like the, like the, like, Sandra O's oh like, boss, kind and of. Or whatever. Yeah. yeah. She um, was, uh, Petunia Dursley in the Harry Potter movies. Oh, was that's, she? That's Fiona Shaw. <laughs> wow. So a lot of people probably know her from that, but um, she's uh, she's has a a long catalog on the IMDb. If you want to look up her her uh, credits, I think she was in Song of the Sea too. No. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, sorry, the Howard Kind Library. <laughs> <laughs> And at the Dirty Def Leppard concert last night. Yeah. She came on stage. She's everywhere. Yeah, she's one of those prolific actors. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, she's great in it. I mean, everyone's great in this. There's a... I don't know that the... David Haig plays Bill, who's like my favorite character on the show. Is uh, like Sandra O's like partner. Um, there's like great villains. There's like cool twists and turns. Like, it's just a really fun spy thriller. Like, eight episodes... If you want some laughs and to see some real messed up stuff, and <laughs> I was trying to see what um, Jodie Comer's in, if I've seen her before, but I'm looking at her credits. It doesn't look like anything that she's been in. I've seen. Yeah, I had not heard of her um, before this, um, but yeah, I would like I would watch basically anything she's in mm-hmm. like right now, like just after that, yeah. like both of them. But, uh, that's not true. I'm not going to watch Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> <laughs> Almost. But I there. bet Sandra O oh is fantastic in it. <laughs> so um, she, uh, Jodie Comer is an English actor, so she's looked like, if you if you like British cinema, she, you've probably seen her before, because she's in a lot of these British uh, series uh, that I've never heard of. Yeah, and she has to speak a bunch of different languages in the movie. Mm. She's like this... Okay, like, <laughs> like a chameleon show? type thing? Huh? It's like a chameleon, so she's a spy, so she has to like be, uh, become... She's, a, she's an assassin. Oh, she's an assassin. Yeah. Right, well, still... Yeah. You kind of yeah. have to adopt different personas and stuff like that. Yeah, like, and she's If you're a good like, assassin, you do. Right. She's definitely, like, clearly, like, has no social skills and is, like... Oh, she's definitely a psycho- sociopath. Like, yeah, the, psychopath the, even, the, yeah. the show actually starts off with a scene, like, her watching a girl, like, eat ice cream. And, like, she, like... It's just, like, watching this girl, and then she smiles at the, this little girl, and the girl does, like, nothing back. Mm. And then she sees the girl, like, smile at the, the ice cream guy, scooping ice cream. And, like, uh, or the, the ice cream guy smiles at the girl, and, and then the girl smiles back, so, like, she's, like, studying the guy's smile. Mm. And then, like, mimics that smile and gets the girl to smile back at her. Uh, that's, okay. that's, like, how the series yeah, goes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she, you know, 
tosses the girl's ice cream uh, <laughs> on the way out the door. And then she assassinates the ice cream driver. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, like she's she is fantastic. Okay, um, so I'm intrigued. Like, yeah. I like. I really dug this show. I probably have seen. Um, I probably seen a preview for it. I know, and I probably read something. So when you said that that title, I was like, okay, I've heard of that before. And then the Sandro thing, definitely. Entertainment Weekly yeah. had yep. said oh. something about that, but it's over right now, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. The well, I think there's gonna be a second season, but the okay. First, seri- the first, first season, season ended. Yeah. Uh, I think last Sunday actually. Now, was it the BBC America? Do you know if I get, we're just getting it in America and it was broadcast in England the way before, like a lot of times, like Downton Abbey? I mean, yeah, we got that late. You know, they started yeah. Downton Abbey after it was already over in, right. in, in England. I don't know. The way I saw it listed, I assumed it was more like Orphan Black, which I think was like made by BBC America. Okay. Um, but I'm not honestly positive about that. Um, so, like Orphan Black, every, everyone, all countries get that at the same time and are seeing it kind of at the same time, right? Uh, I don't know. Okay. I don't care about other countries. I'm American. Right. <laughs> America. <laughs> yeah, I know that yeah. it comes from my cable. Pod. The only other country I care about is Iowa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, Killing Eve. Definitely check that out if you like, you know, cool spy thrillers. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, there we go. Those are our likes. We're gonna take a short break. I'm playing to play either Death Leopard or Journey, or playing something else. And then we'll be back yeah. with... Well, Leopard started, so you have to end with the journey. There you go, yeah. Right. But what do I play in the middle, though? Yeah. You know? Uh, just a guitar solo. <laughs> <laughs> play some Irish music, maybe. Play some, some Irish music, there you go. <laughs> Song of the Sea, yeah. or whatever it's called. Song of the Sea? Song of the Sea. Or freak people out with a soundtrack of Hereditary. <laughs> <laughs> just people soundtrack of people screaming in terror. Yeah. That'll be good. All right, we'll take a break, and then we'll be back. dislikes we kind of go in reverse order so since you ended last time andrew you can start with a dislike yeah i have a real hot take that i'm sure is going to be very controversial okay um and you know it's about the new spicy uh taco thing at the taco bell they brought that thing back where it's, where the meat is actually the show but now they made a spicy version oh the the, the what the that chicken chalupa thing? yeah yeah Spicy uh, chicken chalupa now. Ooh, that sounds better. Yeah, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but feel free to try it and tell me what, what you think. Uh, no, that is not what my dislike is about. Uh, my dislike is about uh, people missing delivery windows. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> or, like, you know, servicemen, like, missing their windows. Yeah. yeah. Just, you know, one of those controversial things. Right. Uh, right. And I'm only talking about this because it's real fresh and I'm real upset. <laughs> uh, but I was supposed to have a, uh, a package delivered last night that I needed to sign for. Right. Um, so it's supposed to come between, like, 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Um, and it did not come. And I was sitting there the Dang whole it. time. And, like... Yeah, so I was I was angry, and then I was even angrier. Like when I went and checked the the track, 
I checked the tracking, you know, 60 times right around the day, just to, you know, figure out what's going through. Come on. Um, Nothing like, changed. Yeah, like at 9.50, uh, it said it was back at the FedEx facility, and uh, they hadn't even tried to deliver it. They're what? Like, yeah. The guy got tired of driving or something. Yeah, well, let's see what, what I Get sleepy. Uh, delivery exception, no attempt made. Well, thank you for that. Delivery schedule. Thanks for your lousy service. But they updated that, like, in the middle of the night, but the time on it said 4.13 p.m. So it's like, if you had at least told me that at 4.13, at least I wouldn't have been sitting in my right. living room waiting for a package right, all day. Right, right. Like, so... And that also means that they they clear that as a note attempts made 45 minutes before it was supposed to get, even <laughs> the delivery would have started. Man. Um, so I was real mad. Um, yeah, and it, I mean, it just, you know, happens all the time. Comcast right, right, right. or, you know, yeah. Verizon or whoever. Right. Um, so I'm, I'm sure that, you know, we'll get a lot of hate mail for uh, right. the hot take of delivery people, but... Yeah, I was in a. Hey real, man, that's not fair. Yeah, I was in a real foul mood last mm-hmm. night. And um, it's carried over. It sounds like. And it's carried over, <laughs> because now that means today I get to sit in my living room and not, you know, be able to leave or right. do anything. You. <laughs> yeah, because oh, and the worst part is like I paid extra for a specific delivery. There you go. Yeah, that's so, the rub right there. Yeah, like if it was just like, hey, we're gonna deliver it on Friday. It was like they were like, hey, we're gonna deliver it on Friday between 12 p.m. and 3 p.m. I was like, well, I work. They're uh-huh. like, but for you know five dollars and twenty five cents, you can have it delivered between five p.m. and eight p.m. Yeah. I was like, let's do that because that that seems like not a waste of my entire you know. So did day. you pay that to FedEx or to the the person who shipped it? FedEx directly. Oh, so they I should refund. Oh that yeah. Somehow. Oh, we're gonna have work. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, it's not the money; it's the principal. Right. It's yeah. Totally it was principal. five bucks, but it's the the amount of time. Right. right. Uh, like your time is worth more than five bucks. Yeah, it is. <laughs> um, and like I'm even looking at the thing right now, and it says you know it's going to be delivered today. But as far as I know, like it doesn't even list it as being on a truck out right. for delivery. Yesterday at 8:30 a.m., it said it was out for delivery today between 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. Oh jeez. Right now the last update is 4 a.m. at local FedEx facility, which is interesting because at 9:50 p.m. it also said arrived at FedEx location, which is the same like <laughs> and list the same city. So where is it at? Uh, Sparrows Point, Maryland. No idea where that um, is. Neither do I. It's near Dundalk, apparently. Mm. Like, because I, I can okay. have this handy dandy map that shows it. It's very close <laughs> to Delaware. Okay. Um, but yeah. Huh. Okay, but the package is not with me. Right. Which right. Is where it's supposed to be. Right. Um. So yeah. yeah. Not cool. FedEx. Um. Yeah. That's, that's my hot take. There you go. <laughs> so on the opposite side of that, um, <clears throat> when a company does something well like you know like a guy shows up when he's supposed to and all that stuff like on christmas we had a heating problem and i called horizon services Mm -hmm. which advertise you know know that those they'll come out any day and all this stuff and the guy showed up on christmas couldn't fix the problem and didn't even charge us for the you know the the visit the visit fee because he's like well I, here's what your problem is but I can't fix it so I'm not even going to charge you and I'm like huh. Merry Christmas man that's awesome yeah. so, I mean and we got to fix the next day but right. it was you know but when a when a company does something nice like that right. it's like that's great yeah. I don't want to hear your feel good story I'm sorry now. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you left him a good Yelp review or I did, uh, yes <laughs> so. yeah I'm gonna take I'm gonna single handedly take down FedEx <laughs> with oh my, yeah with my <laughs> <negative> <laughs> <yellow review. laughs> I'm sure they check that daily. 
Yeah. I know sure, that anytime time before I check FedEx, or I ship FedEx, I check the Yelp reviews. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I was going to do it, but... Yeah. I'm going UPS and said, what can Brown do for you? Hopefully do better than FedEx. Yeah, hopefully just show up at my house. Right. Yeah. When hopefully they said not, they were going to... Hopefully Matt literally just decide not to come. Yeah. <laughs> like, that, I think that's the That's like, part. I'm not feeling it. Like, not at, feeling at it. least lie to me and say, like, right. like, we tried, but, you know, we couldn't get in or whatever. It's like, yeah. no... Snowstorm. Snowstorm, no and we couldn't no deliver. Yeah. <laughs> Or like, hey, remember that one time you went to the bathroom? That was the worst decision you made last night. <laughs> you should not have eaten that spicy chicken chalupa. <laughs> yeah, that was a half hour. <laughs> okay, let's go to Russ. All right. Um, so I commute to DC now. Yes. So I'm I'm a seasoned commuter, mm. and my dislike is people who don't know how to use the metro. <laughs> People who don't know. Do they try to drive it? Or? No. People who don't know the rules, like walk on the left, stand on the right on, yes. on mm-hmm. escalators. Um, so that's just escalator etiquette. That's I know it's escalator right. etiquette, but with the influx of tourists, do they have a sign? They don't have a sign. See at the airport, they at least they give you a sign oh, on the on the, yeah. the walking things. You know, stand on the on the yeah. right and pass on the left. So maybe without a sign, people just don't know what to do. I guess, yeah. But you would think that they would watch what everyone else is doing. Like, hey, all these people are standing on the right. Maybe I should stand on the right also instead of. Have you ever being... driven the Beltway? <laughs> yeah, I have experience with that. People do not watch that's what other true. people are doing. No, they just in their own little world, and so. that's why it causes problems. But I do kind of love, you know, walking up behind somebody saying, "Excuse me, excuse me," <laughs> and then they realize, "Oh, I should be over here because I'm blocking everyone who wants to." How do how do they do with like I know like also proper etiquette in metro and 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 elevators when the doors open you let the people who are exiting exit first and then right. you enter yes any problems with that also sometimes yeah yeah that's so um, rude on on what Thursday was Thursday the Caps night yeah Thursday was uh, the Washington Capitals last game even though it wasn't played in Washington a lot of people mm-hmm. oh they had a they had a viewing party it they was sold out party. it was sold out so. I happened to work late that night and got on. You're the bearing metro. the lead. The Capitals won the Stanley the Cup. Capitals did win the Stanley Cup and are Cups, now the uh, Stanley Cup champions. Yeah, that's Russ's dislike. But I don't care. <laughs> he's, a, he's a Vegas Golden Knights fan. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Secretly, I'm a Golden Knights fan. But so there were a ton of people who didn't know what they were doing on the metro. You know, just trying to get get in and out of the doors. And I, I went to sit down. I actually found a seat. I couldn't believe it. I got you know on with a whole ton of people and and. And there was an empty seat. Like, you know, I always like to get the seat because I ride all the way to the end. So mm-hmm. I can just sit there. And another obvious business guy came and he, he tossed his bag into the seat beside me. And it brushed me a little bit. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. I'm like, no, man, I'm feeling it too. He's like, yeah, these amateur Metro riders. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you met a friend. Met a friend. Yeah, that was good. So. A grumpy friend. A grumpy friend. <laughs> Grumps of the world unite. <laughs> so anyway, just... Yeah, if you're on the metro, Grumpy Old Man Three, you can make that. You and this guy. If you're on the metro, watch what everybody else is doing and do that. <laughs> oh, speaking of the cap, so uh, Arnel Pineda, the lead singer for Journey, he came out with a cap shirt on uh-huh. and like got the crowd <laughs> totally excited. Oh, yeah. And they were like all cheering, and then he like he only wore it for like one song, and he tossed off and threw it to somebody in the crowd. So totally made that person's day. That's but good, yeah. it was kind of cool, you know, to come out. You know, I mean, fresh off this is Friday night, you know, fresh off oh, right. of victory. Right. Yeah. That you know, he comes out in a Capitals shirt and. 
Like, I love it when bands do that when they like you know when they get where they are. Yeah, yeah, they understand because sometimes you know you that, you get the road where you're like what town is that? That's the famous cliche also where you announce the wrong town right. that you're in. But uh, yeah, so that was pretty cool. All right, so you go. People on the metro who don't know what to do. <laughs> All right, so my dislike, my dislike is probably the hot take here. Um, so I read this article from uh, my friend uh, Jeff Houston. He's my internet friend. We never actually met, um, but uh, he's uh, he has a blog. Um, he's also a movie reviewer. He's got a podcast also called "The Bold and the Beautiful" or "The Bad and the Beautiful," uh, which is an old it's, movie. It's think, not about the soap opera. No, no. The Bad and the Beautiful, which I think is the name of an old movie also. Okay. Um, and it looks like that, kind of the, the, uh-huh. the thing. So he's from uh, he's from Oklahoma, I think Tulsa, Oklahoma, and he's got his own blog called I Can't Unsee That Movie, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I like that. Um, but he has a, 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 an, an analysis, this kind of goes with my dislike, but his analysis, his blog is why Solo has been so low, like the, mm. the box office total. Um um, it's still, it was still number one for two weeks. I don't know if it's going to be a third week coming to number one. I don't know. I don't know if can't imagine Ocean's Eight knocking that off. Yeah. I've heard some pretty mixed reviews on that. Um, but you know, it's, it had a two hundred fifty million budget and probably you know well over that for three hundred. I think it's crossed the one hundred million mark, but mm. probably half of what you know what they did. I don't know what, if if uh, if international. Sales are going to pick up for it, you know, because it might play better. And we'll talk to me why. Um, but so his analysis was, you know, a couple um, uh, reasons. He gave three reasons why he thinks the box office total is so low. And maybe you can talk about it a little bit. When he says blockbuster fatigue, not Star Wars fatigue. So that, I mean, there's been a... Now, you know, there Memorial Day used of, Memorial yeah. Day used to be like the big mm-hmm. like kickoff for summer the summer movie thing. But now Marvel has kind of kind of, you know, throwing that to the wind right. and said, you know what, the first weekend in May, we're going to come out with our big, big blockbuster mm-hmm. movie. And we're going to actually start the summer thing in the beginning of May, not the end of May. So, like, you know, Avengers Infinity War came out beginning of May. Right. Actually came in out, April. actually, end of April they, now. They but it originally was, yeah, so yeah. even now, they've even pushed it even farther right. back. Um, so, you know, you have all these blockbusters, and then you got Jurassic World coming out and, and all this stuff. And so people might be like, you know what, we're tired of mm-hmm. blockbuster fatigue, which might be good for smaller films but you know a lot of them um, um and even like a smaller movie that has totally blown everyone's expectations is a quiet place which is still in theaters i can't believe it's still nice. playing in theaters yeah, i saw it last night when i went to get my tickets for her yeah <laughs> i mean it's amazing I'm, I'm so glad to see this movie being so mm-hmm. successful but no one i think expected it but you know the big ones uh, ready player one a wrinkle in time pacific rim uprising have all performed way lower than right. Than what they thought. So those are you know big hyped blockbuster movies that that kind of tanked. So he's saying maybe it's just um, you know blockbuster fatigue. And then he even says that Jurassic Fallen World is tracking at, which is kind of amazing. They can even track this movie it hasn't even come out yet. But it's tracking at only 150, 140 million dollar opening weekend, which is way lower than the um, it's like 69 million dollars lower than the first Jurassic Park, which is a considerable chunk of change. For this blockbuster, which probably costs you know a ton of money to make with all the special effects, so I don't know. What do you think? Blockbuster, blockbuster fatigue? Anyone feeling that here? I don't know. Possibly. Uh, like I did not see The Wrinkle in Time, which I thought right. would be mainly because you said it was mixed reviews, and I'd never seen, I never read the book, so yeah. And I think all three of those movies that you listed are also not great movies, right? Right. Like Ready Player mm. One was like pretty cool. It was, like, yeah, it was pretty cool. I, yeah, like none of those movies were great, but kind of forgettable also. Yeah. 
Like, I would not want yeah, to see I it for, again. I forgot that, it, that like, I've seen Ready Player One. Like, I haven't, <laughs> yeah. I haven't thought about the Ready Player One movie in months. And I forgot, and I especially forgot that I see, saw it so recently. Now, did you see Pacific Rim Uprising? I have not. See, see, um, you didn't even see that one. In that, and yeah. you love the first one, like I love the yeah, first one, right? Yeah, that was time as much as anything yeah. else. Um, mm-hmm. I did see it was coming to, I think it's coming out real soon. Oh, on um, video? Yeah, in the, in the next, like, two weeks right. or something. Now, like that's, that. that's, that's an, so, that might be another reason, is another that reason. is, like, the, the the window between theatrical release and home release and the rise of people's home theater systems. And, right. I mean, that's a big thing with, like, Netflix and, and that. Like, Amazon is, is making making studio movies before, but Netflix is like, you know, let's just launch it on Netflix instead right, of the yeah. theater. So. Yeah. But then also, like, if Infinity War made, like, $2 billion already, like, in, like, a month or right. something. Right, yeah. So, like, you can't, you know, that's a, that's a pretty strong counter-argument, right. too. Like, I think it, it could be as much, so many people went and saw Avengers a bunch of times that they right. didn't feel like they I mean, actually, back th- out to Actually, the three movie. times, I almost saw it four times when I go <laughs> yeah, back with you, right? so. So, and, and that was a great movie that people loved right, and right. everyone went to see, like, so. Yeah. And I think even, like, Solo, I mean, well, I'm sure we'll talk about Solo more later, but it's a, it's a pretty okay movie. Like, it's fun. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. That's the thing. But but it's also not a movie right. that I want to see again. Well, like, I do. I yeah, definitely like, want to see it again. Or you're not again in theaters. Oh, like, I do. I definitely want to see it again. I'm probably not going to go back out <laughs> right. to the theater. Okay. But, um, so, like, people, saw, um, you know, people right. were seeing Avengers a bunch of times. So people do the same thing with Jurassic World. Yeah. So. And I think Avengers is definitely more of a, um, we call it a, it's it's just it's a culmination of ten years of Marvel movies, right. you know. It's an event. Yes, an event movie type thing where Solo's oh. just it's not the Star Wars movie is yeah. it was good, a lot of fun, but it's not yeah. like the This is one of the few Star Wars I'm sure that's that, not an event. Right. And we'll see what happens with um the, the episode nine and what happens. But the second part I think I've already talked about it, it says Memorial Day Weekend is a shadow of its former self and mm-hmm. so, you know, just Memorial Day Weekend movies are not have have historically uh, we were right. seeing a trend of them um going going down now because of, of what I talked about maybe Marvel. And the third reason is like the last Jedi boycott is real. Um so there's this you know, there's a boycott of um of Last Jedi. Um you're talking about, you know, against Ryan Johnson, against Kathleen Kennedy, um you know, this like we hated this movie and we and so we're boycotting it and, and it's even gotten even farther to like my really dislike is that uh, you know the Kelly Marie Tran? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Abuse that she has taken that she's kind of deleted mm-hmm. all of her Instagram yep. photos, which I just read. You know, I was reading this this article on Sci-Fi Wire called "Star Wars Has a White Male Fandom Problem," um, and uh, and so like you know, um, Daisy Daisy Ridley a few years ago just deleted everything because she was you know she they said that she posted something about. You know how dare she post something about gun control of her own uh, her own personal views on something, uh-huh. and you know she got a, lots of comments like you know just shut up Ridley and make another Star Wars movie. So it's very it's very internet trollish you know behavior, yeah. and I do think it's coming probably from white white male yeah, fans, exactly. you know, <laughs> and <laughs> these internet trolls who think that you know that they have some kind of stake in it, you know, and and so and and that they you know. Chuck Wendig, you know, um, several novels, um, you know, is out, fans outraged that he's ruining the franchise, and Ryan Johnson ruined the franchise, and even they've gone like, you know, the, the people have raped their childhoods with, with all this, you know, bad Star Wars. I'm like, please, come on now. I will say it here. You have it on film. Uh, on, on, on audio, it's in, 
in perpetuity for all times, Star Wars is not the best movies ever made, <laughs> right? Are they my favorite movies ever made? Yes, they're my favorite movies, but well, I can recognize I recognize that, that these are not the yeah. best movies ever made, and I can separate reality. And so, if you get a bad, th- I don't I don't watch every single I don't consume every single bit of Star Wars, you know, but, but even stuff if, out there. I don't, even if you thought they were the best movies ever made, why would a f- Follow-on movie ruined it. How could a fo- how could a follow-on? Well, because they're so they're, they're so mad at Lucasfilm and Kathleen Kennedy that they're not going to see anything that they put out anymore, including Solo, because okay. it's just another another attempt at a cash grab for their money, oh, and they've had yeah. enough of it, and 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 that's it. So they're but, they're, they're, but how dare they give you what you demanded for? for right. Years and years. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Where did they go? Right. <laughs> Exactly. That's right there, you know, because that's it. Because Star Wars fans are like, "What do we need more Star Wars?" And then they get more Star Wars. We're getting too much Star Wars, you know. It's that whiny. We're getting not the right kind of Star right. Wars. And and okay, There's so you can now. you can exactly that's it. and they're not you know they're not where's all the white males you know and the white male hero Mark uh, Luke right. Skywalker had this crisis of faith and you know is going through this. You know this right, huge, yeah. you know, upheaval in his personal philosophy. He would never and, do that. Exactly, my my Luke Skywalker would never <laughs> throw his lightsaber over his shoulder and all that. So I mean, you could you cannot like the last. Jedi. You can think it was a bad movie, poorly written, bad character development, but then to to take it even farther and say, comparing. Rose to Jar Jar Binks is just ridiculous. I'm like, have you gone back and seen <laughs> the prequels lately? Because I have, and they are just as bad as I thought they were yeah. when they keep, you know. So, yeah. and Jar Jar Binks is the worst. Oh, yes. All right? Every chance seems delightful. <laughs> exactly. You know, I, the, the whole, like, you know, social justice warriors, you know, the SJW, that's all that was, the, her plot line, you know, and and all, you know, all this stuff. But then it's like attack the person, you know, and say, yeah. you know, <clears throat> somehow your fault and you were the worst thing possible and... You know, it's just, it's, it's ridiculous. It's like people, you know. Yeah, I think there's, a, there's an argument that Rose and Finn's storyline was superfluous to the entire, like, movie. But, like, she's great. Right. Like, yeah, in yeah. it. Right. And, like, the character's fun. Like, it's a shame that, like, you know, the, the characters weren't used better in the right. movie. But, like, geez, like, like exactly. they're, they're both amazing in the movie. Yeah. I want more Rose. Right? But even, even if it was... This yeah. is even if it was superf- doesn't mean it was bad or yeah, it was exactly. it ruined the movie. Yeah, like uh, is, I think at worst it's su- superfluous. Right. And yeah. not like actively. Right. Yeah. Like, it, did it make the movie a little bit longer? I mean, it was the, like the longest Star Wars movie. Yeah. And could they have trimmed it? Okay. Yeah. But but the the, the, the amount of vitriol and yeah, like, name calling and you, know, you see it even even like even Jeff Jeff Houston who I referenced earlier you know this blog. I, um, he even like does innocent Twitter because he was like, he tweeted out about the the documentary documentary on on the Last Jedi, which I haven't watched yet on the Blu-ray. He's talking about how he much he appreciated watching it and seeing the, the craft and, and yeah. seeing how that had developed it, and just that it's like I mean he got a barrage of just negative tweets about you know you know it was poorly written and then he was trying trying to defend right he was like yeah there were some parts that I didn't like about it right. but overall you know but they're like no you know I mean I've, I've watched a, I followed a little bit of his Twitter and then I couldn't stand it anymore you yep. know yeah I saw some tweet the other day that said like talking about like this whole thing I think it was mostly under or like you know 
start off with the Kilimanjaro Tran thing. But it's just saying, like, how are we in a world where now critics are defending Star Wars to the fanboy? <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> what has happened? <laughs> Thanks, Trump. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Uh, yeah. So, I bet it's... It's it is it is ridiculous that that is that the amount of uh, it's, it's just affecting people's personal lives and 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 that it's like I was like I would like they're like why do we make another I mean I don't I don't want them to feel like that you know like they don't want to make another movie right. and gun shy and so that's like the dark side of the yeah, internet so making billions of dollars minus solo they'll be all right yeah 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 it's always <laughs> it was a flop you know one flop and you know I think. Disney and Marvel yeah, and and, Star, and Lucasfilm are doing all right still. Yeah, that it will still end up making being worth it for the company. Oh because yeah, it'll, it'll right. Make, even if it loses money. money on the thing, there's and it's a movie that's worth thing. seeing. I think in the theater and having a good, you'll have a good time at Solo. Mm-hmm. You really will. It's a lot of fun. Is it a perfect mm-hmm. movie? No, but there's some. You know, it was fun and I liked it. And you know, people are complaining that he's not Harrison Ford. You're right, because have you seen Harrison Ford? <laughs> you saw him in The Force Awakens. He's done with Han Solo. Yep. He's old, and he's not going to, you know, you're not going to die. But you're not going to dye his hair dark and, like, do CGI to re- right, yeah. erase all the wrinkles on his face, you know? I mean, you're not going to make Harrison Ford look younger through CGI to, to, right. to and be even if you did, Han Solo. It'd be awful. I don't. I mean, I don't think he has the joy that he had right. doing it. I mean, right, he right. was happy when Han Solo died. Right, right. right. And I think like, I'm done oh, yeah. finally with this character. Right. <laughs> I'm sure that's the reason he came back. He's <laughs> like, I'll come back if you kill if me. If you kill me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And so I don't. I just, it's just so once again, it's, it's like the dark side of the internet where everyone thinks that you know they can say whatever they want with little consequences. Right. And the first thing that pops in their mind also, which Every scene is like usually the wrong thing. People need to take a deep breath. Yep. And 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 you know and and even like you know Mark Hamill tweeted out a picture of of him and and Kelly Marie Tran and he's like what's not to love and then he's like I think the hashtag was you know like get a life or something like that you know um, kind of like you know mm-hmm. like shut up Star Wars nerds or whatever right, you know yeah. yeah. So, so I mean the, the people who are trying but even then you know if you go to that tweet. And look at some of the comments. If you go to anyone's tweet about anything positive, they will come out full force. These oh, you know yeah. white male tr- internet <laughs> yeah. trolls saying how bad they, they've done it and how upset they are. And, and yep. well, I saw Ryan Johnson getting into it with a fan on Twitter. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, just like someone said, like you know, he made a comment about the thing, and the guy's like, "Hey, maybe you shouldn't like talking to Ryan Johnson. Like, hey, maybe you shouldn't." Like, what's wrong with having, you know, negative views on the movie? It's like, it's like, no, no, no. What you're doing is not having, you know, negative views or disliking something. You are attacking right. a, a person. Like, a wonder, like, this human being right. because you dislike something about a movie. And that's not a, like, right. you went off on this thing. And they, but the problem is, is they don't get it. I mean, they there's no understanding. There's no, like, oh, maybe, you know, there's no, you don't ever see that. Maybe I was wrong. Maybe this is a wrong approach. Maybe right. I should relax and calm down. No, it's like it's like they double down on oh, yeah, on that everything. You know, it's like oh, oh really? You're gonna talk about how I didn't like anything? Well, you know. Yeah. And it's all because suck it up, Buttercup type of thing. I saw that. The... I saw that a bumper sticker on a car yesterday with a bunch of NRA stickers and suck it up, Buttercup. On with it. internet arguments, you know, figures. It's yeah. It's that you know you have to you have to double down because you don't want you don't want. You know, now everybody's watching you, so you right. can't. You got to be. Oh, I, I have to prove that I'm right. I, I can't. Yeah. I can't uh, yep, yep, admit yep. 
That's why anytime I get in, into something with somebody, I take it offline. I take it off, you know, a one right. one to one message instead of doing it in the public sphere because because you're a sane person, Russ. Because I'm sane. So, <laughs> I can be grumpy, but I'm sane. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So there you go. That's that's yeah. my dislike is the is the the the, the vitriol and the that's coming from these people and I just don't understand it because it's not you know it's just a movie and it's make believe and it none of this stuff exists and they're giving right. you a world and and I've even seen like because you know George Lucas got reamed for all of his you know his his prequels and I still dislike all of his most of his changes to the original trilogy mm-hmm. and back then you know it was like that was a running joke just like make fun of George Lucas and now people are coming like, you know, George Lucas had like, you know, why are you ruining George Lucas' vision and all that kind of stuff? And <laughs> oh my gosh, it's so, even the, the people who are tagging George Lucas are now like, you know, saying, mm-hmm. we want, we want George back kind of thing. <laughs> no, we don't. <laughs> so, I don't know. There you go. Uh, I don't know if you have any thoughts, people out there on the interwebs about what you thought. Uh, please do not send any hate <laughs> mail towards us. You could not like it. We've had a we had a conversation with you know in, in your parents' house about with someone who didn't like it and yeah, it was a very a, civil conversation. Yeah, and, it was weird. Yeah, but but <laughs> like you can talk like you know yeah, like nice people do. Right, you know, right. Um, That's the problem is that they're not talking with other human beings. They're right. just attacking from the back from the from from a computer screen yeah. and a keyboard, and that's not real life. Right, real life is lived out there in the world with other people, and so get out and get a life and. You go away from your computer. Amen. All right. <laughs> On that note, I think we'll wrap it up. Like I said, give us comments. Uh, uh, you can go to iTunes or any other podcast. You can rate, review, and subscribe. Um, please only give us positive reviews if you don't like what we just said. Keep it to yourself. We don't want to hear about it. Um, <laughs> so, tell us what you like and leave any comments. Uh, thank you. Trevor Peterson, a friend of ours, left a good comment, um, which I was really appreciative about when we did the Avengers Infinity War about this this program that Howard County Library has, oh, where yeah. you can actually read, uh, you can di- get digital um, comics, comics and stuff like yeah. that. Yep. Nice. So, so thank you for that, Trevor. And uh, I think on that note, we'll wrap it up. Uh, I'm Tim. I'm Russ. And I'm Andrew. And we'll catch you next time. <laughs>